Hello and welcome to Nick's Knack for Neologisms episode 37, where we define and discuss the most amazing words in the English language. Last episode, we covered nebulous, pejorative, quixotic, and pedantic. And in this episode, we're covering egregious, indelible, and supplicate. Let's move on to our first word, which is egregious. Joe's grandfather, Joe's father, believed that the most egregious sin was to abuse your power to inflict pain on another. And we wanted to go in on the rebel side and we wanted to get the story from, from the ground where some of the most egregious atrocities are taking place. I mean, to dismiss the Artillery situation as just identity politics, I think there are sometimes sins so egregious that even an $82 billion budget can be put on hold for a day or two. Egregious. E-G-R-E-G-I-O-U-S. Egregious. E-G-R-E-G-I-O-U-S. Egregious. It's an adjective, and it means extraordinary in some bad way, glaring or flagrant. So something that's really, really bad is egregious. You could have an egregious mistake. You could be an egregious liar. You could have egregious behavior. So it's really anything that's outstanding, but in a bad way. The word has an interesting etymology. It's got the word root G-R-E-G, which means flock, and then it has an E before it, which means out or outside of. So sort of something that is outside of the flock. So you can imagine that one poor, lonely sheep who's standing outside of the flock because of his egregious behavior. He doesn't do anything the shepherd tells him to do. The herd goes left and he goes right. He does his own thing. He thinks for himself. He doesn't let the shepherd shear him. And that's what makes him egregious. That's why he's standing outside the flock. So how about you? What's the last thing you've done that was egregious? You can tell me. I won't tell anybody. Keep it our little secret. I'll share if you share, all right? But it doesn't take us even one step further in trying to figure out what are the components of disadvantage that are the most egregious. Any psychologist that had the most basic knowledge about child development would immediately see that we cannot assign any problem that this child has to heredity when you have this kind of egregious environmental deprivation and abuse in her background. Or the egregious talking points we hear from contrarians, well, there's uncertainty in the science, so why should we act? What we have talked about is that starting in 2013, that we have gotten rid of some of these egregious loopholes that are benefiting corporate jet owners or oil companies at a time where they're making billions of dollars of profits. All right, so that's the word egregious. Let's move on to our next word, which is indelible.
In other words, there were deep, indelible cultural characteristics that lay at the bottom of these explanations. For Justice Breyer, the lessons of his father, Irving Breyer, a lifelong advocate for San Francisco's public schools, are as indelible as the words engraved beneath his father's wristwatch. How do the sounds of diaspora make their way into the visual landscape, and how do those sounds represent the connection of people around the globe, cultural continuity, the indelible, that which survived slave trades and refugee crises? Indelible. I-N-D-E-L-I-B-L-E. Indelible. I-N-D-E-L-I-B-L-E, indelible. It's an adjective and it means making marks that cannot be erased, removed, or the like, such as indelible ink. Indelible can also mean that which cannot be eliminated, forgotten, changed, or the like. So maybe the indelible memories of war, the indelible influence of a great teacher. Come on guys, let's just admit, this word just means permanent, all right? It's just a fancy word for permanent. Anything that is indelible is permanent. How about that, how about that indelible tattoo of yours that you got permanently etched into your forehead spelling out the name of your first high school sweetheart? Or that indelible memory we all have of flunking our first test? Or that indelible time of our first kiss? I actually remember my first kiss. It happened in kindergarten. And I was playing this game with this girl where if I turned on the light, she could move closer to kiss me. And if I turned it off, she had to step away. Yeah, I don't know what the heck I was doing. Games we play in kindergarten, right? Our mnemonic for indelible is we're going to think indeletable. Something that is indelible is indeletable. Indeletable, indelible. and through their actions and their heroism are going to leave Devil's Den as one of those indelible names in American history that will not soon be, hopefully, forgotten. Jennifer Cation Armstrong deftly explores Seinfeld from bizarro world to American classic with arguably the most indelible influence on pop culture today. And she said that there was this indelible memory she had of your casting process. Life force is actually mighty, and I have life force. It is not indelible, but it can behave like it is. We all die, but we don't die easily. All right, so that's the word indelible. Let's move on to our next word, which is supplicate. If someone holds a gun to your head, it's okay for you to supplicate. That's a supplication. Please spare my life. That's a supplication. The priests of Baal set up the altars, right? And then they begin to supplicate and to beg and to pray that their gods will come and send fire to consume the sacrifice. What we then see is we see the assholes and the jerks getting all the hottest girls. And you wonder, how could that possibly be? How can these women be attracted to, like, the, the scummiest guys? 
And then what you realize is that actually it's because in trying to be so nice and trying to supplicate to women, what that sub communicates is that communicates that actually you're a low value guy. Supplicate, S-U-P-P-L-I-C-A-T-E, supplicate. It's a verb, and it means to pray humbly or to make a humble and earnest request. So when I think of supplicate, I just imagine a man who approaches me in the rain, and he's like, excuse me, sir, please, please. It's raining outside and I'm cold. I need a warm place to stay tonight and I haven't got any money. Please, anything helps. That is what I imagine when I think of supplication. Where someone comes up to you on the street, they seem destitute, they like they really need your help, and they ask you for something, they're supplicating you. Our mnemonic is if you run out of a supply of something, you might have to supplicate someone. If you run out of a supply of something, you might have to supplicate someone. I remember my friend and I had just got done with a hike up in the mountains. We scrambled down the mountains because the clouds were coming over and we knew it was gonna rain soon. We got in the car, started driving back, and all of a sudden it was a torrential downpour. And we're driving along this kind of remote road and we see these two kids and they were not dressed for the occasion. They were in shorts and a t-shirt. So I pulled over, rolled down my window. Before I could get a word out, they were like, hey, would you mind giving us a ride back to our house? They supplicated me. And I didn't give them a ride, I just drove off. I'm just kidding, you guys. I gave them a ride, okay? Gave the kids a ride. On another note, one time when I was, I don't remember how old, I was pretty young, and I remember having a bad day, so I ran away from home temporarily, you know, like down the block or something, and I was crying, and this gal pulled up beside me, and she supplicated me to get in her vehicle. I'm not joking, it's one of those things you hear on the TV, right? Like, don't get in the car with strangers, and she offered me a lollipop, I'm not kidding. I don't think I was like that young, like I think I knew better, I think I remember thinking to myself, God, is this lady crazy? She thinks I'm gonna get into her car because I'm emotional and she has a lollipop. So I rejected her supplication. That's what I did. Showed her who's boss. Caskets of buried jewels, chests of ingots, and barrels of outlandish coins seem to court him from their concealment and supplicate him to relieve them from their untimely graves. Every good and perfect gift comes from him. He wants us to beg. He wants us to supplicate. He wants us to come. He wants us to ask. Does he not tell us over and over and over and over again? They put him out of their lives. Now that they've got problems, now that the difficulties have, have come, now they're crying out. Now there's all the supplication for, for someone to intervene. Studies suggest that women are better at forgiving. Why is that exactly? Is it that women have had to forgive? Studies of history and literary analyses of supplication and apology. Western culture often connects women with forgiveness and expectations that women will perform emotional labor. All right, so those are our three words, egregious, indelible, and supplicate. Egregious, we talked about the sheep standing outside the flock. Indelible, we talked about indeletable. And supplicate, we talked about if we ran out of a supply of something, we would have to supplicate someone. Let's play a little game. Egregious means 
uncontrollably noisy, of a substance, especially a strong acid, conspicuously and outrageously bad or reprehensible, marked by precise accordance with details. If you said egregious means conspicuously and outrageously bad or reprehensible, you are correct. Supplicate means to invade, attend, cringe, or pray. Supplicate means to invade, attend, cringe, or pray. Supplicate means to pray. Which of the following is most likely indelible? A clever headline, eyeshadow, a permanent marker, a melodious voice. A permanent marker is most likely indelible. Supplicate means to ask humbly, exchange on a regular basis, terminate the employment of, or make peace with. Supplicate means to ask humbly. Indelible means marked by obliqueness or indirection in speech or conduct, possible but not necessary, not able to be removed or erased, characterized by ardent emotion or intensity or brilliance. Indelible means not able to be removed or erased. Which of the following would most likely be considered egregious? Buying a winning lottery ticket, bullying a classmate relentlessly, getting to school two minutes late, or planning a surprise party for a friend. Bullying a classmate relentlessly would most likely be considered egregious. Which of the following is most likely to supplicate? A dancer performing a leap, a sleeping toddler, a chef baking a cake, or a praying? A praying is most likely to supplicate. Indelible means aquatic, communal, ineradicable, or interactive. Indelible means ineradicable. That's a hard word to say, ineradicable. It's a weird word. All right, that wraps it up for Nick Snack for Neologisms episode 37. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I want to give a quick shout out to H-D-D-I-J-T-T-G-X-J-K-K. That is a creative nickname. This user left me a review on iTunes and they said, good podcast, very helpful when studying for the GRE, does a great job at helping you remember the words. Please do more soon. Thank you so much for the review and more episodes to come soon. Bye-bye.